keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike two, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Evan Marks. I'm the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world. I am here with the Ayatollah of Diacola, Ray Kump. Hello. Thanks for and having me. And back on the show, uh, he's uh, one of the, um, I guess I should say promoters of Capital Wrestling. One of the promoters, one of the uh, owners. A very funny comic, Harry Tarjanian That's is here. That's right. Thank you so much. Before, I have a nickname, too. I might oh, as well throw it, it out there. Oh, yeah, Mr. What is Entertainment is my nickname Mr. on Capital oh, Wrestling. Right. Mr. Entertainment, so the Ayatollah of Diet Cola. I wouldn't mention it, but Ayatollah Diet Cola is a pretty... Friggin' good nickname. I, mean, I, I, prefer, so I prefer Diet Dr. Pepper, but I guess Diet that Dr. works. Diet Dr. Pepper. Well, was, I gave you that. You gave yourself the gunt, and I wanted it to be... Oh, that's my, f- yeah, I mean, I, that's just my like my low down, you know, <laughs> like you know, up and coming wrestling name. But you know, the guns? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I, I need like five names. I mean, you yeah, like, yeah. Don't, oh, don't all wrestlers have like five? Do you have names another you name for yourself? Uh, well, I have the gun. I have the Ayatollah of Diacola, Apparently, yeah. I have the uh, um, just supporter of terrorism. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not, not a, a good name. one. Oh, no. I'm gonna tell you that's no, not that's a good one. Your King, of, King of Sad Style is great. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. I'd go with. I'd market yeah. the King of uh, the okay. Ayatollah of Diet Cola. <laughs> okay, it's good. P- but pivot off terrorism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's stay, steer away. Personal, uh, steer away. Your personal funneling of funds into terrorist organizations <laughs> this has nothing to do with this podcast. Um, this is our year-end review podcast, so we're just going to kind of touch on wrestling the year. I will say Ray's only watched wrestling for the last two months, so mm. that will be his uh, knowledge base. For the- By the way, I went to a Barnes & Noble with Ray. Ray, one of the smartest guys I knew. Oh, well, thank you. It's crazy. He goes through half the books and, like, you know. Hey, and uh, my uh, lovely fiance just walked in the door. <laughs> um but uh, very smart guy. But uh, as far as wrestling, he has two months of knowledge, so all of his picks will be. I feel like it's a bro- I get the broad strokes. Though. You get the broad I see strokes. What's going on. Okay, you see what's going on. Um, let's talk. But even before we get to our end of the year uh, reviews about my uh, show at uh, at Good Good Comedy Theater in Philadelphia, it's a week from Saturday. I'm sorry, I'm doing a promo up front, but I just want to move some tickets. So if you're uh, around January 5th at eight and ten. Check it out. I just did not want to forget that. Yeah, you should be sorry. Dan's a funny podcast. guy. Go see Dan. So, yes, yeah, check me out. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not for everybody, but for some people. Um, just briefly to go through what's happened this week, uh, Vince McMahon, the big news as Santa Claus, McMahon Claus, announced John Cena's back on both shows. Yeah. That there will be a women's tag division and there'll be a steel cage match next week on Raw between Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Well, so I watched the Hulu cut of yeah. uh, Raw, which is they trim it down, like because Raw is three hours in Hulu. Yeah, yeah. God bless them. I think they can only fit so much streaming. Yeah. Of Monday Night Raw, but so was that the only segment that McManaclaws did? Well, he did something on SmackDown. All right, that I but didn't on see. On Raw, but... on SmackDown, he confronted AJ Styles and like okay. slapped him in the face. Wow. 
and then AJ slapped him back, and then you saw like Vince in that perverted BDSM smile. Did you see that, that Ray? Smiled? No, I did not see. But but he know. smiled and he's like, oh, that's what I've been looking for the whole time. <laughs> You know, so see a guy who likes to get pegged. Is that he's a, he's, he, well, you know, I think he likes to get pegged by uh, the right kind of guy. You know, sure. Which is really, uh, you know, well, uh, general rule for pegging. You know, make sure you're getting pegged by the right kind of guy. Um, well, yeah. the guy, you are you pegged by a guy? Typically? Well, you're pegged by a woman usually, yeah. but I think you can be pegged by a guy. Like a guy, yeah. if a guy's penis isn't functioning, he could use a peg and stimulate a, a prostate. Either that, or he could put on a second just to have two. You could have two dicks, and I one doesn't guess. work. Would a non-working no. dick be considered a peg? I don't know. I mean, if, if it's if it's flopping and slapping the balls while yes. you're using the the actual dildo peg, yeah, I think that you know that you can get some dual functionality there. Well, glad yeah. we cleared that up. Merry Christmas, right. everybody. But so um, my, what did we? <laughs> my thing was that it was a little anticlimactic to me. Like the uh-huh. idea of McMahon Claus was like, all right, this is kind of cool. Vince McMahon is Santa Claus, and then they just—I thought he was going to come out live and do it. No. And then he just did it backstage, and it, he kind of like ran through it real quick. He really doesn't come out live for a lot. You he know, tries to it's, save it, but it's I, real. Yeah. He's, he's in Crypt Keeper territory. Yeah, but I guess he does it because it increases the ratings. Yeah, thinks, it has so. increased the ratings to his credit, but yeah. it does feel like a band-aid over bullet hole. So why does he do that, but then also come out live earlier in the show? Like, is that, are there, like, I mean, it just separate? depends on the week, I okay. guess. Maybe this was pre-taped and he just didn't want to be around that week, uh, but I doubt that that's his... his his mo anyway. Because he came um, out earlier. Was that was that whole thing with Stephanie and, and Shane? That was the week before. That was the week prior. I do believe. Oh, uh, that's what I was watching. Oh my god. I yeah. was watching that on Hulu. But I do think they need John Cena to build up whoever the next guy is, because Roman Reigns isn't obviously going to be around to do it. So like, I, I I don't know what kind of money he's paying Cena to be on both shows. Maybe this was worked out way in well, advance. When he says, I wonder what their what his deal is. Uh, yeah, well, now he's kind of an attraction. So when he says he's on both shows, it doesn't necessarily mean like at the same time, but it depends on the story. Because they mm-hmm. did that thing last year where he's like, he was the only free agent who could go from each show to each show whenever he wanted. Yeah, he went yeah. back from SmackDown to Raw. Everybody to Raw else, to I guess, assigned an exclusivity. Not yeah, John him Cena. and Undertaker can kind of do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Um, and as far as the women tags, well, I don't know how that's going to work. As far as are they going to trade it back and forth between SmackDown and Raw? Is it going to be yeah. a SmackDown or Raw exclusive thing? I'm not really, I'm not really sure how that's going to work. It seems like the women's tag titles will be on Raw, and then what? You give like some version of an IC title for women on SmackDown? I'm not really. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. But I guess we'll find out. So it seems like in the past couple of months, like I've seen a, a ton of women doing tag team matches. Yeah. So, so why not put a belt a title? There. Yeah. Okay. So this is just a. Was there one before? Did they take it away? No. Uh, well, I think they decades briefly had ago, it, but decades ago one. they briefly had yeah. one. Okay. And Road Warrior Hawk this week went after all of women's wrestling and basically said that uh, uh, it's uh, in, animal. He, animal. Oh, sorry. Yeah, animal. Road Warrior Hawk, Hawk is, Hawk is uh, long gone. Sorry. <laughs> if Road Warrior Hawk did speak up, there would, that would be the that the would subject be the matter would be the least concerning part. <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, was I he trashing to... it? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. not a fan. He's not a fan. I feel like there's like this is creativity there. Is there any kind of movement to kind of get away from the sex appeal? Well, it's way better than it used to be. Oh yeah, okay. it yeah. used to be just like women were taking their boobs out and right. jiggling around. Sure. And, I mean, they literally did bra and panties matches. So yeah. The, Ray, the idea of a bra and panties match was two women wrestlers would start out, and the winner was the one who stripped the other one down to their bra and panties. So a sexual assault. Uh 
Yeah, I guess they were both consenting to the match. Maybe they were both consenting to the match. Okay, so, so uh, a faux sexual assault. No, I don't. I don't. That's just. I mean, it, it, it sends a weird message to the kids. I mean, there was. Yeah, there was. There was, there was some weird messages to kids. Right. Sent I mean, also after Monday night, Monday Night Raw was silk stockings. I remember the. Uh, yeah. It was like a Law and Order, but more sexualized. All the, all the crimes were sex related. Well, I think uh, that was the back in the days too. Where in the nineties, like. You didn't have porn, so like yeah, the idea of like 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 you know like it was really hard to get porn on the internet, right? You know, so like you know like like porn would be like oh a Playboy model showing her bra on MTV that right. would be like, like Ooh, something yeah. to one those designer imposter commercials. Remember those? Those are great. Which ones? What those, those designer imposters to the CK one commercials with the naked people with the the bar the, the oh okay sensor bars. And they're no. just spraying themselves. Is that, is that, was that your first whack-off experience? Uh, it wasn't my first. I mean, no. I mean, it was an Asian woman in a, a, a squiggle porn and a bubble bath. But um, <laughs> Mine was still stalking. I, I, didn't, I didn't even use my hands. It was, uh, <laughs> what do you mean you didn't use your hands? I just started. Well, it I, just I don't shut off? The thing, but, you yeah, know, I basically started. I was watching. This, you know, we had squiggle porn, right? You know, like, yeah, yeah. With yeah, squiggle static. And, yeah. Well, when you, when you weren't, you were trying to. It was on TV, but it was scrambled. It was pay-per-view, but it was scrambled, yeah. Because yeah, so, yeah. uh, you didn't I, pay for I, it. Yeah. Right, it was an old chair, like a, and um, I just started gyrating in the chair, and I didn't know what was going on. I felt good, so I kept doing it, and then all of a sudden, and it, it might still be the best come of my life. <laughs> the first one is always. Uh, what kind of chair was this? Yeah, it was, was like a beanbag chair. No, it was a kind of chair you don't see it all the time, but it was like part of a couch set. But it was just the one chair. Did and you it, tell your parents about this? No, no, I no. kept it to myself, and then... Uh, Did you come on the chair? I came in my pants. Oh, in your pants. Yeah, the yeah, pants and, got uh, it. The first few times, it, was, it, was, it took me a while to figure out how to do it with my hands. Wow, so you so were you just humping furniture. Yeah. Well, no, I, mean, I was gyrating in the furniture. That's exactly what humping, humping furniture is, no, isn't it? Humping, like, well, you have to. I, I'm, you can describe what you're seeing here. Okay. It was, it was more right, like you want to do in, a gyrate for I'm us. I'm in the chair. And I'm like going like. Are you sure you want this like on this. your account? That's, is that a hump? That looks like a hump. No, I feel like it's an inward, because like, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a bike. He looks, like, looks like you're putting a bar in for a roller coaster. You're about to right. go on. It looks to me like he's doing those crunches, like yeah. like uh, the small, the short crunches. Yeah. And uh, well, I guess technically it's not a hump because the penis is not penetrating the furniture. Like. You ever, did you my take your penis once. out? No, not th- not those times. Not those. I, no, since since then they have. Since then you fuck various furniture. You're banned from every Ashley furniture in Burbank. <laughs> it was Bob's Bob's furniture. Bob's, Bob's yeah, furniture. Won't have you back. You're the only Island. person not allowed at a Bob's. Well, Ray, uh, chilling as always. Uh, <laughs> mine to... was silk stockings. Ironically, after oh, really? wrestling, yeah, I didn't have any like. I think mine may have been Raw magazine. Raw magazine. Wow. wow. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah that's it. Jerk was tough the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> just his political opinions. Nothing. <laughs> just ver- you were the article you read yeah, about Warrior University. Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. So women's tag titles. I think we kind of uh, uh, briefly uh, talked about that. Rusev won the U.S. title, which seems exciting and also kind of a sad end for Nakamura. Um, I, what I think will ultimately be a pretty disappointing run unless somehow. Is he done? I'm not sure. I've heard rumors that he's signing again, and then I've heard rumors that he's going back to Japan. Huh? I think he's gonna stay. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Uh... I mean, what does he? What does he? Do you think he becomes a comedy act now? No, I think he. You can put him as a main event guy again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the heel thing. And it worked. Came back. Yeah, Oscar's the, the women's Asian champ. Comparison, but yeah. Well, they both had the similar. They did both have a similar run at the same time, which was sort of this undefeated streak. Yeah. And, 
And I think they both had their championship matches at WrestleMania. And they both lost them. They both lost them, which was but very Vince McMahon type move. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, unless he chooses just to go to Japan for you know wanting to go to Japan, but I mean, I, would, I don't know. I, I think I would get pretty homesick. I mean, that's the other thing that I've heard is that he's homesick. But I, again, from a pretty uncorroborated source, but um, Daniel Bryan attacked Santa, which was pretty fun on yeah. SmackDown. Uh, our Truth Santa. Again, go. Did you were you able to see that, Ray? It was not, but was, was it based on his carbon emissions? It was actually. It was based on the fact that we use uh, every Christmas we use uh, too much plastic uh, in our toys, I guess, or plastic. Oh, I thought it was the reindeers that they were shitting too much in the ge- greenhouse gas from that. Well, the, there is that element yeah. too, but I, yeah. I imagine though that would be more if you ate reindeer, right? No, the no. cow. Apparently, yeah, the we cows create a lot of methane. That's uh, based on gas. a real fact that we have. Yeah. We eat, we consume so much meat that we're we're raising so many cattle. That they are farting so much that they're emitting methane gas. Like that's a real oh my God. issue. I, I didn't. Eat. This yeah. is why uh, Ray and you are both smarter than I. I thought it was just that they were like, you know, taking up too much of the uh, oxygen. Uh, well, no, that they were that like that because we were like using so much land for them to graze that that was What's that a was separate an issue. issue also. That issue, is a separate yeah. issue. Yeah, I mean, you have the you know people starving to death and no and can't get out. Yeah, and sure, and uh, you could also but, plant much more efficient crops to feed people. Then takes you know then the energy used. It's to so weird out. that Daniel Bryan's a heel because <laughs> all of this shit is true. It is true, but that's the beauty of like wrestling fans. He's like, hey, consume less. Boo! Yeah, yeah. Especially hey. when John Cena's got a new shirt every fucking right. week. <laughs> be a be a better person in humanity. <laughs> I mean, I'm just really um, surprised that they haven't turned Mustafa Hill yet with Vince McMahon's I think track record. Really, I'm sure Vince McMahon wants to do it every day. <laughs> and like, no, you go, can't. We can't, can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. We'll you give him a do... turban. No, no, we no, can't. no, you can't. That's not what he believes in. The fans don't want to see that. I mean, those guys can turn heel, but it, it there's no reference to screw America. You know, Iran right. number one. No, I mean, I feel like anymore. it would be fine if they brought up. Like, I don't have a problem with having an Iranian or a Turkish guy being anti-American, whatever it is. But bring up the egregious actions of the United States. Like, have an uh-huh. actual, you know, like, the, like the, <coughs> what, was the, what was the Iranian guy back in the day? The, the Iron, Iron Sheik. Sheik. Iron he Sheik. should have been talking about, like, you know, the overthrow of Mossadegh in 59. Well, the thing is that he was uh, bodyguard uh, for the, the Shah. Shah. Oh, well, oh, so he uh, was, you know. On the other side of the equation. Yeah, he <laughs> was on the other side. Of, he's having, you know, he's having dinner with uh, George H.W. Bush and James Baker every sure. Christmas. Uh, let's get right to our end of the year awards. Yay. Sorry we didn't do a 10 count, but we got a lot to cover this episode. Wrestler of the year. Let's start with you, Harry. Dan, before I go, is it just WWE we're doing, focusing on? No, it's everything. Anything, anything? Yeah. I got to go Cody Rhodes, man. Or Cody, not it's a Rhodes. Pretty, that's a pretty Rhodes. damn good argument. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, other people had better matches, whatever, but I mean, it's been his year leading the mm-hmm. Bullet Club, the Elite, whatever you right. call it. And I don't even follow that intensely, but I watched their YouTube show and that pay-per-view was fantastic. Even right. from like a booking standpoint, if you watch their YouTube show, all the stuff made sense. You know, I think it was a great thing. You know, for this well, guy. Triple H stuff is really fun. That's super funny. If you haven't seen, it. I think it's Frankie Kazarian or Christopher Daniels, kind of going back and forth. But if you haven't checked out Being the Elite, it's a really fun web series. And yeah, the sledgehammer bit was hilarious. The yeah, Sword in the Stone sledgehammer bit. And. Well, so, yes. I, I mean, I, I think there's a big argument there. Cody Rhodes is, has done more for wrestling, I think, this year. I, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch oh, because I'm, I'm just specifically saying wrestler here. If I wanted to say who's been the most like 
influential force in wrestling this year. Right. You right. know, every year you'd probably have to say Big Man, but right under <laughs> it would be Cody Rhodes. Right. Um, but Becky Lynch breaking that. I mean, she really did break the glass ceiling at SummerSlam. I was there and watched. You know, her her, her supposed heel turn, but everybody was like cheering the roof off the place. Yeah. And you know, she's definitely. In my mind, the most over babyface we've had since Daniel Bryan, um, when he was red hot in 2013, uh, 2014. So I, I would go with Becky Lynch, and and maybe also it's a hopeful choice. Like I hope this pays off, and that you know at the end of Mania she's kind of you know raising that title, and she has her Stone Cold Tyson moment or something. Yeah. Bring Conor McGregor in there, that would be cool. They probably couldn't afford him, but who knows? Uh, he just lost. Know. Conor Conor might do it for the right price again. He doesn't have to fight. Fighting fee is a little different than an appearance fee. They might come up with the right amount of money for him to just do an appearance fee yeah. type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. If he, if he, if, oh man, how cool would that be? He's if a like, smart guy and he's a big wrestling fan. So that's the well, other if thing. If you had Ronda's husband, which is like what, Travis Brown? Travis Brown, yeah. Brown. You have Ric Flair in, in, uh, Becky's, oh and then God. you have, uh, and then you have Connor and Becky's corner. That would be fantastic. I mean, I'm sorry, Rick and Charlotte's corner. Or you just do, you know, Rhonda and Becky, and then have those two together. I mean, that that's a great attraction in my mind. But I um, think I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah, I think it would be terrific. How about you? you in, okay, two, you, now Ray's been watching this program for yeah. two months. I want to give an honorable mention to Roy Mysterio. Roy Ray Mysterio, yes. Sir. Ray, Ray Mysterio. Yes, sir. <laughs> I um, want to. I want a wrestler named Roy Mysterio. I mean, he could. He could totally have a. Just wear a different mask. But uh, Roy Mysterio was my auto mechanic growing up. Great guy, fantastic guy. Took a long time, but the work got done. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the only wrestler I actually. Enjoy. I mean, yeah, only only one I think I enjoy watching the wrestling like. Like the, the spin kick, the 69 the thing he does. 619. is what you did with that chair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, for me, it's Daniel Bryan. I, I think he's uh, got the most complex story. He's uh, pulling off a, like, a nice John McAfee look. You know, the guy, you know, the, 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 the crazy militant you know, yeah. antivirus software guy. Uh, I like the whole, I, I really like the gimmick. I think it's an interesting gimmick. I I'm kind of, you guys seem to be of the opinion, I'll trust you on this, that like there isn't another dimension to it. Like, I feel like he's not supposed to be a total heel. But like he yeah, been well, I think in his head, I mean, in his head, he's not. Well, the, the great heels are the ones who don't think they're heels. Right. Right. So, no I mean, but that's every, I mean, you know, guy. like from Walter White to every, you know, every great character. And I like, I like to think that he's like, you know, this is like a, like a deal with the devil he's made. Like, I'll play a heel, but I'm going to get this uh, carbon emission shit out in the open. And like, I think you know. he's enjoying it yeah. because it's it's something he knows right. instead of just, yeah. yeah, he can talk about all that stuff. And he's telling the truth. like oh, yeah, out there. So, but again, that's the part. Mostly about booed. how these people are slobs and disgusting. <laughs> but that's wrestling fans, though, yeah. man. You're yeah. alienated. Like, he ain't wrong. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys are great though, out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, let's move on to match of the year. Harry, we'll start with you. Uh, for me, I, I was at this live, so I might be biased. I really enjoyed it. It was the uh, the the NXT, the Royal Rumble takeover one with uh, Cien Almas. And, um, that was my answer as well. Which way? Really? Yes. With, uh, what's Gargano. Gar and Johnny Almas. Gargano. Yes, that, that match was tremendous. Yeah, I got to see start it Start to finish. Was I mean, great. that must have been incredible. It was a great energy. Uh, like, just they put on a great show, man. And I it think was... no one expected that match to be any Good. I mean, they expected it to be really good, be but good, the build-up itself, that, like, storyline-wise, yeah. coming into it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, uh, uh, 
Gargano and you know the Sicilian psychopath. Uh, you know, there wasn't was, anything necessarily personal. It was just right. a championship match. You know, but it anything. was terrific. I 100 percent agree. Although, what didn't he do? A couple things where he he had lost and had to retire, or was that with Gargano? That uh, with uh, Champa, rather. I think that was with Champa. Oh, okay, never mind. So this is a uh, championship fight. Almost kind of part of it, but I don't think it was. It, I mean, the big blood feud was between those two yeah, this year. But that was an incredible match. Un- unreal, un- unreal match. Real enjoyable. It, it really, just a terrific match. Uh, Ray, does the Big Show punching out one of the Sheamus brothers backstage count? Yes. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's honorable mention. Uh, <laughs> one I, of the Sheamus brothers. Sheamus brothers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Mohawk guy. Or, you know, no, the other no, one, the bald Sheamus. one. Right. Cesaro. What's his name? Um, Sheamus and Piston. Piston. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Irish, right? Uh, no, it's Sheamus no, and Cesaro. 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 Yeah, he's Swedish. The other guy's Swedish. Oh. Swi- Swiss. He's Swiss. Swiss. Is Cesaro a Swedish name? No, he's Swiss. It sounds, uh, like, it sounds Swiss. like a, like a, a town, Spanish, like well, a Spanish it, it name. Well, it does sound Swiss, like a Spanish name. The Swiss have, it's kind of an Italian name, but the Swiss kind of are mixed with a lot of different things. So yeah. They, they speak several languages. They so, have a lot yeah. of different currencies. But uh, I think my favorite, and we're missed, I, I don't want, it's not because, well, look, it, it's it's Ronda getting beat with the kendo stick by Becky. Uh, yeah, what, what, by Charlotte. Was, uh, okay, again, I'm new to this. I don't know if it's No, that was a lot of people think that was the best match of the year. Okay, yeah, it was match. interesting. A lot of dynamic shit. Uh, yeah, I mean. That was from Survivor Series, the uh, Charlotte Flair-Ronda Rousey match right. that, that ended with Charlotte. Uh, I, saw, I think they sold it pretty well. I mean, like, it, it must have hurt. To a certain extent, I mean, like it seemed like she was pretty. It wasn't just like yeah, it's, bouncing off her. It's hard to uh, it's hard to hide a kendo stick. Right. You can do the one thing where you hit the ring apron a little bit, but when you're outside on the ring and just all back, there's really yeah. no hiding it. You're just taking the kendo stick. Sure. And she, uh, Ronda took like you know she sold the she sold the pain. I liked it. It actually had some drama to it. Nice. I agree. It was a great. That was a great match, and that Brock Lesnar uh, Daniel Bryan match was not bad that night either. Oh, that was yeah, a lot that, of fun. That was really fun. I thought yeah. that was a good pay per view, even though people didn't get maybe the results they wanted. Yeah. Um, tag team of the year. I'll start this one off. I think yeah. the Golden Lovers. Oh, okay. I'm well, gonna Ken- go with Kenny Omega, Kota and Abushi. Yeah, oh, they are. They are. I haven't seen enough of their matches. I mean, they're great in the ring, and I think the story of them reconnecting was was tremendous, and it. You know, it was like it kind of crossed the uh, crossed the line too, where you're like, "Is this a romantic thing?" And that was kind of cool to see, and not tell. I, mean, I don't think it, they didn't really. They were just a tag team, but like Kenny Omega also didn't shoot it down, <laughs> which I thought was like super progressive for professional wrestling. It's as progressive as it's gonna get, you know. Um, especially when you know um, what's it called? Who? What was the gay tag team back in the day? Which one? Was With it? Billy Gunn. Oh, uh, Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo. Yeah, right? Billy uh, and Chuck, where they Chuck like, no. like fooled you. We're straight, and Glad got really pissed. Um, yeah, well, that's why they were good. I mean, I just think that they were a terrific team. Were they this gay year. together, or just two gay guys who? You know, no, they were two guys who were just tag team partners, and slowly they started over the weeks started doing very homoerotic things, like stretching stretches that you know looked very homoerotic. And then it, the culmination, the giant culmination, was a <laughs> commitment ceremony because back then you couldn't get married. Right. To show you how things have changed. Yeah. They did a commitment ceremony that for some reason, I forget why, but Eric Bischoff pulled off. Is this the one where he pulls off his... Yeah, he pulls off his mask. He pulls off was... his mask to reveal that he is indeed the the uh, the one conducting the ceremony. So it was invalid, I guess. And it was in- uh. invalid. And then they admitted like, hey, oh, their man... It was Rico. That's right. Their manager yeah. who... Uh, 
this is always great to explain to non-wrestling fans these type when you have to break down the story. Yeah, yeah. Rico, their very exotic manager who was pushing them to do this because it was a publicity stunt. So they had to do a thing like, hey, we don't got a problem or anything with gay right. guys. Well, they it's do just, that all the time because they, they wrestling itself is like, I think, a kind of like a pretty wide demo. So then like they kind of get it from all sides because like Vince is inherently conservative. So he wants to push those type of angles. Sure, sure. But then all of a sudden he's like, oh, shit. But I Shit, think he's aware. Audience. I think he's aware at this point of like, from a business standpoint, the yeah. problems that arise from some of those things. So I mean, how long did it go on for? I mean, I want to say two months. Yeah. Were, they, like, were they go getting over? People were people into it overall? Or yeah, people, I've, I really, I, you know, I wasn't watching wrestling at that time. So it was, uh, it was over sort of more of as a comedic thing. So yeah, they were. I think they were technically heels who started getting cheered, if I recall, Ooh. at that point, okay. and then. Okay. They kind of. Do you think the WWE fan base is ready for openly gay wrestlers? Um, they're depends on the city. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's. The I think it'd be answer. fine in New York and sure. Boston and Austin and Los Angeles. I think you're gonna maybe run into some problems in Chattanooga. Right. Here's a story. Quick. Uh, a couple years back, I went to. I was down in Philly for something. A friend of mine was working with Ring of Honor, and that that week, I think the NXT did like two shows. And we're watching uh, the the tag team, the Australian guy, and what's his name? We're together with Alexa Bliss. I forgot. Um, oh, I forgot their name. Anyway, uh, so the, the they're heels, right? And the fans start, you know, some of the fans in Philly start cheering. Uh, Blake sucks, Murphy. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Blake sucks, Murphy. And then another. And that was part in Australia. Of, that yeah. was in Philly. In Philly. And then all of a sudden, the other half of the crowd starts going, that's okay. Blake sucks, Murphy. That's okay. <laughs> that's and hilarious. I was like, Philly, of all places, the wrestling show in Philly to be progressive. But then uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to they Philly. They still hate Santa. <laughs> <laughs> they still throw D-cell batteries. I don't know why they keep giving them out. <laughs> all right. Well, what do you guys think, Tag Team of the Year? Well, my, my uh, of course, you. I think you know the fans and, and you guys can assume – you know who I'm picking. I don't. The Pancake Boys. <laughs> oh, the the New Day. New Day, yes. <laughs> the Pancake Boys. And what are your reasons for this? I just love their gimmick. Um, <laughs> I love the I love the idea of of going to an event with a, a big piece of cardboard, a hole in the middle, and you just a glory hole for pancakes. <laughs> I love it. I love. I don't remember this that. Whole, uh, this whole episode is revolved around you fucking inanimate <laughs> objects. <laughs> <laughs> if Ray if Ray told his sexual predilections, there would be no that's okay chance. <laughs> It'd be please stop now. Please, please stop, stop now. now. <laughs> I'm, open, right. I'm open minded. Yeah, all right. So uh somehow New Day because of glory holes. Day, How about I, you, Harry? Well, I would have named New Day, uh, which I who I love. I'm glad they I mm-hmm. thought like, all right, this act is kinda running its course and then they went over to SmackDown and really uh, did some good stuff. I was a big fan, and I had a lot of hope for Matt Hardy and uh, and Bray Wyatt together. And oh, that's an interesting and, choice. And they started to gear up, and I think Matt Hardy got hurt. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of hope for them that I wanted them it to. It was be a the very cool year, uh, yeah. moment at the at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal where they got together for the first time. Yeah, that was good. Worst angle of the year. So for you, Ray, I guess could, this could just be the worst thing that you've seen all year. Uh, you guys go first. Let me try to think on okay. this. Okay, I'll immediately say the Lashley sisters angle with. Um, oh yeah, with Sami, Sami Zayn. I mean, that was just so fucking goofy from the beginning when he was talking about his sisters and complimentary, but also saying like they were terrorizing him, and then Sami Zayn bringing on a bunch of dudes in wigs. And then Lashley, I guess, did he beat him up? I think Lashley he beat be, him he up. He did the old thing. He was a face at the time, so he, he, you know, did the old thing where he treated it as a joke and then beat the hell out of him and tossed him out of the ring. But it, you know what? That should have worked on paper. 
I don't think it should have. I think it does because it's the old. Did you grow up with angry sisters? No. Okay. Not at all. I don't have any. But the idea of like bringing out, I think bringing out a facade person. You you know, maybe it'll work one time. Now that I'm thinking about it, it only worked when The Rock did it or Mick Foley did it for This Is Your Life. That's it, though. And right. it's also like literally think, two of the most charismatic wrestlers of all time. Yeah. I think my worst angle, the one that didn't work for some reason, uh, it was the same same actual thing was Alexa Bliss trying to do it for Bailey. Was that this year? Remember when she brought out like Bailey's ex boyfriend who oh, left yeah. her and all that? I want to say that's this Yeah, because she like did a this is your life thing. Yeah, and that didn't work either. Yeah. Which I Again, on paper, I love that idea of like Lashley's, you know, but it just needed to be shorter. Maybe it's tough. They have to have some like they have to have some part of the wrestling. Like, like they always worked with worked with Brett and Owen because they were both in the business. You know, you you almost have to have them both be in the business. Like one time that it worked OK was when Edge beat up John Cena's dad. But then I found out he was kind of in the business, too. He's like a local. Yeah. Promoter. John Cena's dad was wrestling at the time. Yeah. So that must be a weird conversation I every guess. day. I don't know. How many times do you think he's like, hey, I think you, you guys can throw Vince. me a bone, give me a ref outfit? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Or does or, Cena just show up with like a shitload of money and is like, keep your mouth I shut? I hope so. I don't know. Or, or is I, he just a supportive dad? I don't know. I hope it's not that thing of he's like, oh, I got to stop talking to him because <laughs> he, I had to change it's my number. It's not the Meghan Markle's dad of wrestling. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, so honorable mention here. I, you I, hated a lot this year to start out with. I, I look. I mean, hey, I, I disliked everything almost. So it's like, <laughs> what am I gonna pick? But no, it's. Uh, but uh, it's this is a small one. But I didn't like the whole thing. It wasn't a long drawn out thing. But Miz trying to get Daniel Bryan to admit he was like right the whole time. Like I don't know what that it's is just about. Just recent. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a weird. Well, what, you'd have to follow. That's sort of a payoff to a bigger storyline, which you weren't watching, which has been going on for years. Okay. Which was Daniel Bryan is known as like the darling of the indie scene, the darling of the wrestling fans. The Miz was a reality TV star who right. turned out to be a really good wrestler. Like yeah. he's good at yeah. his job, but he played up that for, I mean, this is just by coincidence for years they worked on this where the yeah. Miz is technically was in the WWE first, even though he's been a wrestler a lot less longer, whatever, however you grammatically but, you phrase know, that. I, I, and so he kept like, Egging on Daniel Bryan, who was retired, mm. to go. Well, you never wrestle again. Too bad. You know, I'm, you know, I'm the top guy. Admit that I'm the top guy, and that type of stuff. And so now it becomes admit well, I it, was right. In Ray's defense, I will say that the end of that storyline and the beginning of the AJ Styles storyline really didn't go together well. Um, and Daniel Bryan's reasons for turning heel really didn't have much to do with Miz. Oh, not yeah. You know, yeah. like th- so I. I mean, I think that they, you know, like, it, they were just trying to, like, shoehorn that in. It was um, like Miz going, like, oh, like, I told you to do, like, to, to, to go to the dark side, basically, like, for like a Right, word. but he never and really, like, but that's the thing, though, is he, he didn't he did. tell them to, he said he hated the fans, but he didn't really tell him to go to the dark side. Okay. Uh, maybe he did. I'm sure somebody oh, so can Miz pull up some clip. Uh, all, he, all heels now, hate he, the yeah, fans, heels, really, yeah. because they're supposed to hate the fans, because the fan. it's a weird thing, you know, you're still supposed to hate the fans, even though... The fans are buying your merch Fair as a enough. heel. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a pretty and, easy answer for everybody. Well, but okay. I wonder, just one more thing. I have another you know, worse angle, and only really only because they didn't do enough with mm-hmm. it and repeat it, was the guy pissing himself. I thought they could have done a lot more with that. You really wanted more piss. I wanted more <laughs> shame. You wanted more shame. I wanted more the piss is of, fine. Like, the, of the dominance, of like, using the piss as a dominating factor. And again, how would you have fixed that? Um... 
like point, like pointed at him and said, "Your your dick is small. You're, you're mm. pi- you you pissed yourself because you're you're a filthy, disgusting animal. Yeah. And, and, and this is what you deserve. This is let, how serial me, killers start, by the way. Pants. This is exactly how the serial killers If they smell his pants and they and they pass it around, so they just treat his, him like a little dog. Yeah, they take his pants off and they yeah. pass it around the crowd. <laughs> smell his piss pants. <laughs> I mean, I would have. I think it would have got him over the angle. It would have helped the angle. Oh, uh, you know what the sad thing is? How many wrestling fans would have like still jumped to try to grab those? Oh, pants? sure. <laughs> They're such fucking animals. Sure, it's a weird. Give thing. me the piss pants. I mean, if people are gonna Probably lick Joey too. Ryan's lollipop, yeah. you tell me they're not gonna drink the piss pants. Uh, they're gonna, uh, gonna bite down. Yeah. This one, I think, is pretty easy. I think at least me and Harry will probably have the same opinion on this, and maybe, Ray, you'll have a different one. Um, most underwhelming or disappointing feud of the year. For me, Nakamura, AJ Styles. Yeah, that had a lot of potential. Uh, they got a lot of matches out of it. But they got a lot of not... But that Wrestle Kingdom match is so good from New Japan, and it just did the not work. The matches themselves, were, I thought, were good. Um but just ultimately, you kept ending with Nakamura doing the lo- the low blows thing or kicking it. His thing was he would just at some point during the match kick a guy in the dick, which is, and then at one point I I did like the the, the double DQ finish or whatever. Oh, with the was, two kick balls they thing. They both kicked each other. Oh, in the I, balls. Had, I had people over. That. We all groaned, but that maybe maybe that was just I me. Enjoyed it. You man. know, I think that it was it it did suffer from the fact they had this amazing match in New Japan and then they had to follow that. Um. So, you know, again, I, I didn't hate it, but it was underwhelming. I expected more from it. Um, mm. I think also they, because of how wrestling storylines, they move so fast, having Nakamura announced AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble and then having two pay-per-views in between that and really never having a story other than I'm going to outbest you, you're going to outbest me, that's not enough for three months. You know, even when The Rock and Austin were both faces, yeah. they still, like, like did not like each other. And there was, like, this the mutual respect thing only goes so far in wrestling. I didn't mind that so much. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the heel turn makes that kind of worth worthwhile. I don't know if that was the original plan, but uh, for me, um, that one was disappointing. I agree, but... I was I kind of disappointed with it. Just Brock Lesnar this year, with the exception of the Daniel Bryan match. The whole I didn't care about him and Roman, and I know Roman is we're all, we all like Roman now, and I agree. I'm on Team Roman. I'm rooting for the guy. Right. Uh, but let's not pretend that prior to this I was a big fan. Wait, so Roman got right. Uh, Roman has uh, leukemia, and he's going. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why he got over. I, well, heard, I, I heard about this uh, before I started watching it. The answer you to know, that is yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing: is that like he's always, he was always tremendous in the ring. Um, he was over with kids. He was over a with lot. kids. Oh, because I've heard. I remember a couple of years ago, I heard from people just on Facebook that they, they, they're trying to push this Roman Reigns guy. Right, out. and it didn't work. I okay. mean, that, the thing is, he was never really great on the stick. And the the char- what made him cool was was that he was like the silent enforcer of one guy that could really talk and another the guy that could really wrestle. Okay. But Roman proved that he could really wrestle. It's just that, you know, for whatever reason, well, you know, it's just, it, they're just, he didn't have that it factor when it he stemmed was, maybe from, he'll, he'll have it now when he comes back. It you know? stemmed from, to me, it stemmed because I was there for this as well in Philly. And I, I don't live in Philly, by the way, but I just, it's a close town. Everyone. I, yeah. Great I was there for the rumble. It's a city that, you can really feel classy. At, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Much. When I feel down in New York, when I don't yeah. feel good enough, I travel down to Philly and watch people uh, sucker punch people people in other jerseys and, you know i go hey you know what yeah, i could yeah, be yeah, that I'm doing okay i could be that um but i was there when roman won that royal rumble and got booed oh that was crazy and so basically they you can see the buyer's remorse on rock's face too, oh my god he, like, they brought him out he had no idea what was like why am i being booed this was supposed to i thought this guy was but they booed him because they liked a lot of other people before Roman, right. and Roman was kind of pushed ahead. Like, right, okay. no, no, not all these guys you love. This guy who you kind of like, 
because right. people liked him. Wait, you're they pushed him to the front, and then I don't think people ever forgave him. Okay, so you have a that. lot of people who really don't want him to get over, right? So yeah. let me ask you this: I'm not saying this. I'm not even. I'm not even putting it out there on my own. But does anyone, once they saw he was getting over with the cancer? Imply that well, he, he like, hasn't been tried to give himself gone. cancer. He didn't really get over. <laughs> no, he didn't. Wait, wait. I didn't. I, I'm not saying oh, he Jesus did. Jesus Christ, Ray! I'm not claiming he did. No, he didn't do that. I he's know he didn't out, do that. I, he's been can't. out for months. He's not even. He's not even an active character. They're using him in heel segments. He hasn't even done interviews. I'm not. You don't act like I'm. I'm saying that. All I'm asking is if <laughs> these people are so anti-Roman Reigns. Are you the saying, internet uh, is, is a bubbling furnace. I'm wondering if anyone... The conspiracy theories are abound. I wonder if anyone... <laughs> they're only asked. abound from you. Well, they did not give himself cancer. I don't... I, I wait, agree. Wait, hold on. Wait, are we saying that he gave himself cancer? Because yeah, I, I, I mean, thought that's the allegation Ray was is he's alleging. faking the cancer. Oh, How would you go God. about giving this yourself is, guys, Christmas, no, like you Christmas was yesterday. Machine. You're both going down a dark Oh, I don't agree with it. I'm just tunnel. trying to... I don't agree with it. I'm asking... <laughs> Hey, look, we're just asking questions. That's what look, conspiracy theorists say. Look what they did to that say. poor President Obama with the birther shit. I'm asking. <laughs> I love it how you have to like you wait on Obama because immediately <laughs> you're like Obama was a good president. You know? I like them. He's yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. He but fine. like, but like you know, yeah. my point is like these people will go places. I'm wondering if they went there. Um, I'm sure one or two did. I'm trying right? to get a feel well, for the you know, To be fair, there. and this is definitely not Roman Reigns' fucking story, so I want to make that clear. Uh, but there was that fucking actor this year. Did you see that? Who, who cut his fucking own arm off to get roles? Oh, yeah. That was insane. Wait, what? Yeah, he said he was... I guess he maybe was a vet. I'm not sure. Was he even a vet? The guy well, he did, he said did, he, he was... He was no, he never He never served. So oh he God, just, he said insane. he served and lost his arm in, a, in an old one of the old wars. And uh, through that, got jobs acting. And recently, he was on Better Call Saul. And then he actually announced on he like a on like a radio show that that's what he did. He chopped his own arm off to, to get rice. I've never even heard of this. I think he was on the episode of Sons of Anarchy or two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, and here I am. Completely. I would love to chop my arm off just to get out of show business. <laughs> if I could do that and just have enough money for retirement, I, I'm fine with one arm. Right. Um, but no, I, Roman Reigns uh, did not give himself leukemia. Well, we can't say that for would be sure. My oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I've never been the straight man on a podcast before, you know, and it's. I'm not it, saying he did either, but I have questions. Yeah, all right, well, let's. Say. I'm going to end that right here. I'm going to end this right here. So we get to my feud, my feud, my, my worst feud of the year. Is yeah, we've got here? like literally ten minutes to cover seven things. Well, like I'm just going to say things. Ronda versus what's her name, the, big, the bigger one, Nia Jax. Nia, Nia Jax. Jax. They're both terrible on the mic, in my opinion. Nia Jax. I mean, it's just it was just nonsense. It was just like, it came off like two teenagers just. Squawking at each other. I don't know. It was terrible. It wasn't a great build up. I didn't mind it though. I didn't think it was bad. The wrestling was fun. The wrestling. The was wrestling fun. was good. Uh, but no, I, I I will say Nia Jax is uh, is not the great. Some of these we're not going to get to today, guys. Um, worst pay per view event of the year. I mean, I, again, I think this one is something people are going to agree on. But obviously, the Saudi event. Oh yeah, that like, was the first I, or the second uh, one. The, the second one after the. Murder journalists where they held the events. I mean, I don't think that's I obviously the whole thing all the way through. But it was a very those were weird. Those were not my favorite just because they're sort of glorified house shows in a weird way. But they did build it up. I but. just only watched the results of that to be fair, yeah. and I didn't watch the actual event. Well, are you are you saying that the show itself was bad, or just the fact that they did it? And the show it was wasn't good. Okay, um, it was not good. The show was not good. 
Um, and I, you know, I didn't watch it start to finish. I just kind of watched clips. But the uh, circumstances surrounding the show were, <laughs> were even worse. Even worse. Yeah, I got to agree with that. I was John in- Cena and Daniel Bryan. You were about to probably be like backlash, <laughs> and then you forgot. <laughs> well, that takes it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, remember yeah. the other ones. They come in and out. The one that uh, got closed out with, uh, they chose to close out a non-championship match. It was Roman versus uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. That was, Whatever that backlash. one was. That was bad. Yeah, that's yeah, that the one I would have said. Did anyone do a, a gimmick where they like were basically like, oh, I've got Kagashi's body, like, or like that? Or no, just, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it'd be terrible. No. I'm just asking. I mean, it's, Not in Saudi Arabia. No, they didn't. That didn't happen Extreme Rules? I'm part of the hit squad. I didn't watch Extreme <laughs> Rules. Yeah, they held it above the ring. Yeah, well, yeah you say that, but there was a time they did do that with Muhammad Hassan. That's true. I mean, <laughs> the thing of the, what, what Ray says isn't isn't totally crazy. Wait, it's happened? just not timely. Well, they had they tried to behead Undertaker in the ring. Oh God! They had some masked men with cables or whatever who choked out the Undertaker, and then they let him out of the ring. I think in a you know they carried his limpless body, lifeless in Saudi body Arabia? out. Of, no, it wasn't no, in Saudi it was Arabia. In fucking Milwaukee or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somewhere they cheered Either for Either way, people, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, biggest pop of the year. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, Ronda showing up probably is the biggest pop, right, at the Royal Rumble? Because a lot of people oh, weren't yeah, expecting it. I think it. I could change my answer to that. What was I yours? was originally going to say the uh, Shield reuni- reuniting at the Raw after SummerSlam. Where they that was a good Ron. pop, too, yeah. But, no, I think you're right. I think it was probably Ronda. But what I guess I forgot it because the weird stare down and point to the sign that followed it yeah was so i mean she was just following i think instructions to too hard kind yeah. of thing yeah my favorite pop was samoa joe ruining that guy's uh, ceremony i thought that the, was the drunk stuff uh jeff hardy jeff did hardy. people cheer that is that, oh, that what pop that means <laughs> <laughs> yes that's what a pop a pop okay. is a, a happy thing where people go like, i liked it I like, thought, I'm, I'm glad he went there <laughs> so it, you, it popped you you yeah. can say popped it popped you, you. Yeah, I, I cheered Okay, well, again, yeah. I mean, in the in the Crump household, and not uh, because uh, I, I I stigmatize you know addiction or anything. It's just you know I I like it when they get real. That's all I'm saying. So like like re, uh, the real world. You, yeah, you go know, for the jug. When the rest of us stop being polite and start getting real. Yeah, like bring up their dead <laughs> relatives, bring up their you know diseases. Well, they do do that. They do, uh, do that. Blood the, the blood diseases, whatever they got. They've done that. Yeah. Uh, um. Best ring attire, guys. Best ring attire. Uh, I'm trying to think here. If you have one, Dan, go and I forget. I'm going to go with Joey Ryan. He, you know, like, because I was, you know, like, I thought he took Val Venus's uh, gimmick and kind of took it to the next level. I love the white coat. I, I like the aviator sunglasses. I, you know, I, I, I like the uh, I like the trunks. I'm going to go with Joey Ryan. He, uh, he's a porn star, essentially. Oh, That's nice. He's sleazy, yeah. Oh. You would like this guy. I think yeah. you'd like he, Joey uh, Ryan. Does he have, like, a big bulge? Like he do. does. Nice. Nice. And he has a, he has a, he has a um, thing where... Um, his finishing move where if you grab is somehow his dick is magnetic so either you grab it or he, once like, you grab it whether grab you, it. whether he places there or not it's gripped there and it has power immense power and he's, able, he's able to flip you over with it that's that's really is WWE? no, no this it's is not. just on the independent circuit oh I, I, I won't go see this guy well <laughs> <laughs> you're ready to buy tickets you're now you're ready for like, a live cam when's, yeah. he, when's, he, when's he in town? Uh, I'll go back you have to ruffle just on this GoPro yeah, yeah I'll get a room in the Howard Johnson and uh <laughs> Uh, I'll go with Velveteen Dream. We're, we're doing oh, the Hollywood Hogan. You know Hogan. what? You beat me. Yeah, that's 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 a, fucking, a good one. That's, that's a fun. A purple Hollywood Hogan. Harry, yeah, that, uh, Harry wins on that one. Um, this is, this might be going against type for me. He's gonna surprise. I like the Mrs. outfit. It's kind of like a, it's kind of yeah. a weird thing he's got it going is kinda on. It's kind of cool. It's like a Sultan-y kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was a very American. Like it's almost like a 
like uh, kind of like bad guy and Power Rangers. Yes, yeah, sort of outfits. All right, we're gonna f- end on this, guys. Best brand of the year for me, NXT. I I don't know if there's a way, and obviously Harry's gonna say Capital Wrestling. Sure, yeah, but you can't say that because that would be that would be unfair. It would be unfair. It's biased to say not Capital Wrestling. Not Capital Wrestling. Best brand of the year. I'm gonna give it, and I know it's this only his first year. All in, whatever you want to call All in, whatever it it is. Oh well, I skipped over one, and that was Best Pay Per View of the Year, and I was gonna say All all in. in. I'll go with that. Um, Well, overall, it was a fun one. I, I mean, I'll give it to. I still love WrestleMania. Uh, oh, no, really? you know what I'm going to give it to? I'll tell you what. The Kingdom show on Jan- January 4th, not the res- uh, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Jericho Kingdom. Jericho Omega. Yeah, that show on January 4th was the best oh. show they've ever done. I mean, that, all that in-ring stuff was really good. The storylines were good, so I'll give it to that. But I still love WrestleMania. We're, we're, we will not be able to recover Wrestle Kingdom, which is next Friday. That's the New Japan promotion. Oh, that is right. next Friday, yeah. yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. That's There's just so up. much shit that's going on. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I'll go uh, all in or no Wrestle King, Wrestle King. Zach, we uh, we haven't we haven't. Well, that was the best event. So your b- favorite promotion though was the Elite. The Elite, which is yeah. a fair answer, I, I suppose. Zach, how about you? It's got to be NXT. I'm an NXT guy all the way through. Yeah. So I'll I'll agree with you there. All right. I saw this thing on YouTube. It was uh, this guy Casanova Valentine doing stuff as the Tender Trap. Have you seen this guy? This death match stuff. Oh yeah, that 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 was really great. I liked that. You uh, liked the death matches. Yeah, but it's just it was just really brutal in the middle of a bar. I dug it. You know, I should send you because there there was back in what Foley got famous. He would do these Japanese death matches, Ooh. and there was like barbed wire and exploding rings, great. and ladders, and there's also tanks with piranhas. Oh wow, you would like so that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I don't think. I mean, I think they were working. They piranhas. were working oh, okay. piranhas. They didn't really. <laughs> they were working. They didn't. They didn't really bite anybody. Oh. Yeah, they they were in the business. They were smartened up. They smartened up the piranhas before the. They want to take a knife to their ass and like just like, oh, I got bit by the piranha. I mean something. They don't have to take the knife. They got dropped on the barbed wire. Maybe you need a chunk to hang out. Like you need a chunk out your ass. Get a new guy like fucking me and make his bones. I saw a guy get his tongue stapled to a piece of plywood at uh, CZW the other week. So Jesus Christ, kids kids need a work ethic. <laughs> you don't work ethic. You mean in the business or in life? Just like in little general. kids. I mean, they, okay. they, they, they can take their cues from this guy with the with the staple tongue. I mean, he should speak at school. You're right. Yeah. Like, stop sending the cops or whatever the firemen to speak to the kids. No one needs to anymore. Send the independent wrestler. Who well, as a way a of like, hey, don't tongue. follow your dreams. Don't do this. Don't do this. Stay in or, school. Or just say, sometimes, sometimes you gotta take some pains and take some shit. And take your lumps. You know, you're not, you're not so be you hero. two can end up working at Home Depot without health insurance at 50 years old. True. Well, yeah, I mean, nothing's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, first off, I just want to thank everybody for our, for uh, listening this year to the podcast, um, subscribing. Um, I want to thank Ray for jumping on here. You've done terrific work. Oh, thanks so much. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, Harry, thank you for coming on. I want I want to get my plugs in. Uh, no reels. W- winners here is uh, out on eight hundred bang reels. Hey, I just found out I was nominated for Intero Bang's comedy album of the year. So uh, vote for it. Thank you. Um, What's the name of the album? Again? Uh, no real winners here. Nice. Um, a lot of good company. Mike Vecchione was on it, and Jay Ogerson, and Sam J, a bunch of other people. Um, like I said before, I'm going to be at the Good Good Comedy Theater in Philadelphia, January 5th. That's a week from uh, maybe you're, I think you're probably going to get this episode on Friday. So it's a week from uh, tomorrow. So Saturday. Check that out. There's still tickets available. Um, I have it on my website, DanStGermain.net. Uh, I'll also be, you know, if you're in New York, I'll be at the Comedy Cellar and Gotham Comedy Club next week. So uh, check me out on there and uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. Right. 
at Ray Kump on Twitter and Instagram. And you can hear me every Tuesday on Gas Digital on Tim Dillon is Going to Hell. Comes out every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Gas and on iTunes every Sunday. Great. Uh, uh, I might as well plug Capital Wrestling, the company I, I work for and do color commentary for. It's a lot of great fun. Uh, I don't know if this will be out by December 29th, but uh, we will be uh, live in Hoboken December 29th and February 2nd as well. Get your tickets. We're also on YouTube, Facebook. Those are where all the episodes are the entire time. You can also check out uh, my podcast, The uh, the Beige Phillips Show, a.k.a. Man School 202, Sex and Relationship Advice. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check Sounds it out. great. Trick it out, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Zach, you got anything to plug? Nope. Thank you. Thank you for everything this year. Thank Thanks, you, Zach. Dan. Thank You've you really for stepped up and uh, well, gotten nothing for it. So <laughs> I apologize for uh, ruining your wife. Um, we were also going to, you know, maybe we'll do it next episode. I was going to have Ray uh, do the Clarence speech from It's a Wonderful Life, but I think we forgot the printouts from that, you know? Well, yeah. like, your, your money is in that bank, and that bank's in the guy your no, money. No, that's, that's Mr. Potter. Yes, yeah, Mr. Potter. Oh, who's yeah. Clarence? Clarence He's the, is angel. the guardian angel. Uh, you know, like, uh, when he reads. I like the part about the bank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect way to end. Take care. <laughs>